welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hello, dear listeners. Hi. We're back, and today we're going to talk about cord cutting. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Is that how you say it? Yes. Um, so, in my um, layman's knowledge of mm-hmm. it, is a cord sort of like an energetic bond that you either don't realise that you have or do realise that you have with other things, people, places? 10 out of 10. Something That's like exactly that. what it is. Okay. Wow. Yay. And how to cut them in the sense that sometimes they're not serving you well and you don't sort of realise this. And then when you do realise this, then you can cut those cords, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? Do I don't wanna, know. Do you want to do, do, do this podcast? You can. <laughs> Sounds like. <laughs> it's my birthday. Yeah. So I get a day off. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so close to being your birthday. It'll be your birthday when, if people listen to this on the day it's released, it'll be like your birthday now. Uh-huh. So Wednesday. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so that's basically it in a nutshell. So can we go have cake now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, so um, cord cutting is something that is observed in lots of different, um, you know, energetic, um, I don't know, belief systems, I guess, like yep. lots of different, um, um, what's the word, Um well, even religions and stuff religions, like that. Religions, practices, beliefs. Yeah, different like, things, but it's still observing an energy relationship between yourself and something or someone else. Yeah. So, cord cutting, essentially, like you said, is um, when, like, if energy could be seen, yeah, it would look like cords. So you and I would have lots of cords attached to each other and typically those cords run from the gut area so oh. from like your your solar and your sacral area uh, they they run from almost like a um like a central section of where <laughs> sorry i'm just picturing us connected <laughs> by our ass <laughs> oh, by our, oh that's a little bit human centipede i know oh god Oh God! I've taken it there already. Do you know what I think of? Looked over at me, and I was trying That's to. That's so gross. It's so gross. I'm gonna pull us back in. I think of Avatar. Uh, Avatar. Oh, I love that. Yeah, when they ride Much those nicer. big dragon flying things, and those big connect. bird things, and they get their hair and they yes. connect it to their tendril things. Yeah, it's so intimate yeah. when they do it. Yeah, uh, and cords are intimate, mm-hmm. uh, and. When, you know, we, we have cords attached to literally everyone that we know, but we also have them to people that we don't know. Like a cord can be created simply from a thought. Wow. Yeah. Usually, what is the difference between just a thought and, and a thought that then creates that cord? So some people say that, uh, you know, so if in past lives, Right. Past lives. Yeah. Uh, say, for example, you lived in Peru yep. and I lived in Ireland and this is before we were in this lifetime. Uh, but our souls obviously knew each other at some point and we might never really in that human experience have met each other. But when you are triggered by something that we both share on a soul level, it would create a cord. Wow. Yeah. 
So energy, like I've said a thousand times before, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like you could be anywhere and someone like me can tap in just as easy as if you were sitting right next to me or in the room across there. Whoa. Um, so chords happen the same way. It doesn't really matter where you are or who you are, if you know someone or not. Um, you can also have chords attached to dead people, so people who have crossed over. Um, I've described these before, pretty sure, on the podcast about the gold threads that I see. Yes. So I don't see them with humans. I see, or from human to human, right? the living, I see them from dead to living. Okay. So it, I, I assume and just have always assumed that what I'm seeing are the chords. Right. That are still tethered between you and that other person around certain lessons. Okay. If they haven't been realised, the chords yeah. stronger or? They're still there. Okay. So yeah, still there. Yeah. when I see the golden threads, they they are never thicker. They're just the same width. They're like a guitar. They're like a spun gold. Okay. They're even thinner than a guitar string. Sounds they're like beautiful. It is really pretty mm. um, because lessons are not meant to be anything but like they're just pure. Yep. It's not meant to be like the bad lessons are marked in red and the good lessons are marked <laughs> in gold. Or that's what we do. We yeah. put the good and the bad labels on it. We do. So um, there's those chords that I call the threads um, okay. that I just I just feel that that's what they are to, to the people that have crossed over. But to the people that are living, um, and you can still cut those chords from the people that have crossed over, but um, to those who are living, typically we see threads, uh, gold, uh, typically we see <laughs> chords yeah. um, really created between people that we have intimate relationships with, right. That whether it's physically intimate, emotionally or mentally intimate, or even just time intimate, like our, um, you know, growing up with our next door neighbor's kids and, you know, being really good friends with them or whatever, or our teachers and yeah. our coaches. Um, Significant people. Correct. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. So we usually create these chords from energy that uh, is, let's just call it um, kind of it's like it's been expired but no one's bothered to take the trash out. Yeah. So there's that type but then you've also got the energy chords that, uh, that you know are intentionally there. And so say, for example, it can usually manifest in terms of like you've broken up with someone and you just cannot get over them. Uh-huh, and okay. it's like been a long ass time and you're still just mourning the loss of that relationship or still wanting them back or yep. trying to create new relationships and you can't because the old relationship keeps coming back to haunt you. And, you know, it's just you can sure. never just move on. Yep, yep. Um, and then you can have the chords that you don't even know are there. Uh, so they're the harder ones to spot, obviously. But one of the things that uh, you can do to identify those ones are just repeated patterns sometimes or feelings or emotions that aren't really yours um, or that kind of just feel a bit odd. You can feel a bit tired and fatigued. Sometimes it's worthwhile to do... Um, you know, your cleansing, usual ritual, but then to just do a quick little cord cutting meditation or ceremony to really just, um, to, to just, why not? It's like, why not just take out the trash just in case? So correct me. So when you're doing cord cutting rituals, Mm -hmm. like you said, are you intentionally only cutting the cords 
I feel as though you're about to like look at me in a strange way, like oh, with your <laughs> me? eyebrows. Me yeah. never. No, um, intentionally cutting the cords that are no longer of service Correct. to your highest good. So it's not like you're gonna accidentally cut cords that nope. are still good for you. Yes, <laughs> that's that look I was trying to avoid. <laughs> Why? That's the look of you got it. You nailed oh, it. it. You did oh, no. good. Gold star. Okay, well that was a good look. I thought you were going. Oh. How do you not know this by now? <laughs> no, you you know all this. You could do this podcast, like no, I said. I take most over definitely now. could not. <laughs> so yeah, you definitely are cutting the cords that no longer serve you. If right. you're if you're not intentionally going in to cut the cords with your yes. ex or not, whatever. Yeah, if you're not clear mm-hmm. on exactly what it is, but you know there's something going on. Yep, kind of thing. Okay. Not for your highest good. Sure. Uh, and so then ones that are there that you want to maintain, mm. for example, obviously we're not cutting those cords, no. um, but there is something to be said about nurturing them yeah. and giving them a little bit of love. So for me, I very rarely do any more, like very rarely do a cord cutting mm-hmm. because I don't really have any, anything yeah. that. Just so I, intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. Whenever I do or whenever I think about it, I will also kind of, this is going to sound strange. I don't know if anyone else does it because I, I didn't learn it. I wasn't taught Go it. On. I just do it. Um, I like, um, you like paper mache or like pottery even. I kind of do that to my, to my cords. So like with each of my kids and my husband yep. and you and people like my sister and just people that like I want to, and my granddad, people that I want to maintain these cords with and I want them to be, you know, flowing back and forth with clear channels. And I just imagine my hands just um, like applying just just gentle pressure to sort of make it move in that flowing direction to keep the to keep the channel open beautiful yeah so i don't know it's not called cutting but no. it's like called maintenance in a way yeah <laughs> um and i just feel that i that that's just kind of it's a real uh it's, it's probably about as fluffy as i get yeah <laughs> Like I was describing it and I got a little bit embarrassed, a bit nervous because it's, it's kind cute. of... cute. You even wiggled. <laughs> did I? It was, it was really cute. You I did. was itchy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's kind of like as about as floppy as I get when it comes to those kinds of things. But it just felt felt natural to do when I was cutting cords to, that I'm hyper aware of the other cords that are there and I'm not going to just go into the cord situation and then just ignore those ones. Like, no, it you know, balances that out. Electricians have got a tag their their cords, you know, like yeah. they, they, every now and then the electrician has to come through and check that everything's working properly and tag it with its date and yeah. let the people know that it's working properly. And <laughs> it's like my version of tagging. I reckon... I don't know, you just said yourself it sounds fluffy, but maybe on surface level it could, but when you actually think about what you're doing, it's not really that fluffy. It's not. Nothing is. It's it just like, sounded you know, fluffy. Love and connection and mm-hmm. I'll quite often, you know, it's intentionally think about people I love and I and I send them love. Is that a form of it? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm just send like I'm just maintaining the bond. Like yeah. I'm maintaining the the cords that yeah. that bind us. That connection. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm being very intentional that I want it to stay yeah. that way and yeah. and how I want that energy to flow. Mm. And even sometimes like a long time ago um um a friend that um has been a friend for a very very long time um you know Obviously, through friendships, you go through ups and downs, and sometimes yeah. also you you spend 
that nothing's happened, but you just sort of spend time separate. Yeah. And then like, cause they live far away and, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, seeing each other all the time and then it drifts off again and nothing actually ever really happens. But so sometimes when, um, when I want to send someone love that maybe I can't pick up the phone with or uh, someone that I can't reach for whatever reason it is, I will send love that way through the cords. Love that. And I'll just open up the channel and the flow. And at least I know that their spirit is, is receiving it and they, and hopefully on some human conscious level, they're having some awareness, but you know, it's just there. It's just yeah. because it's love. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So um let's use the example of uh if you've broken up with someone yes uh and yeah and I think um I'm actually going to send it to a client that I had last week who um he will know who he is when he listens um but he actually sent me a text after his session and said what about this like what happens when like you when you've broken up with someone and you're just you can't stop thinking about them and have you got any tips that I could do to help me move on? So this would be perfect yep. for you, dear listener. Uh-huh. Uh, so one of, the, one of the best ways to cut cords is through meditation. So what we want to do is be able to create a sacred space uh, of intention to release uh, because in, in my belief system, the it's quite simple in terms of the more evolved soul goes first. So I always think that if you're going to be releasing a cord or cutting a cord and you're consciously, deliberately and intentionally doing that, then you must be the evolved soul because you're letting go of that cord first. You're, it's like a, a tug of war and you're letting go and the other person, you don't want them to fall. You don't want them to like land on their asses. So you want to make sure that... Even when, after a bad breakup? Well... Sorry, wasn't. It was a little bit funny. Breakups suck. They do. Yeah. So maybe, like, you choose. <laughs> maybe just a little flop. <laughs> yeah, maybe just like a gentle trip. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe. No, maybe. No judgment. <laughs> like, maybe they fall onto some soft cushioning or something. Like, <laughs> in front of everyone. Get really embarrassed. Something you would have been. Like that. <laughs> I feel like you were so scorned. <laughs> In past lives. I think it's I like, was. Who fucked you up? I know. I think, yeah. I've had to do a lot of healing. Ah. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. So creating that sacred space uh, and using meditation to do so. So it's it's intentionally raising your vibration, raising yeah. your consciousness, preparing your human body and your energetic body or all of that uh, to release something that has a reason that you might not be aware of, but you might be aware of, has a reason for being there. Mm. And so, that you know, these are gold tether threads that I see from dead people to the living. So I know that they mean something. So if you're going to cut the cords, do it, um, do it gracefully. Honor it. Honor it. Yeah. yeah. And even if it is something that you're not happy about or something that you're doing that you are regretfully doing or something that you wish you didn't have to do or really don't want to do, um, just honour it. Sounds like, like all the more reason to stick to a bit of a structure. The structure will help you through it maybe. Yeah, yeah. And just 
use rituals. That's what rituals are for. You know, like do it again and again and again and again until you feel that that cord is gone. Like that's the whole point of the cord cutting so that you don't feel so bitter and sad or miserable or connected anymore. So sometimes the first time we do something isn't the same way it feels after the 10th time that we've done it. Yeah, It's like just cleansing your energy, you know, when you're an empath and you've been used and abused and you've been irresponsible with your energy, eventually it'll start to get back to square one and you'll start to be in a surplus and and you'll feel better. And where does the healing come in? The healing? Yeah. Can you get, like if it has been an upsetting episode and you're cord cutting and you do all you can but you still might feel a bit shit, are you doing it wrong or do you need a little bit of healing perhaps? Yeah, so... the cord, like once the cord is gone, it doesn't mean that you feel better. Yeah. It just means that you're not lingering and connected still. So it's not going to keep being triggered and it's not going to, you know, be triggered by what they're doing because this cord goes both ways. So whatever they're sending to you is going to keep you in this limbo. Yeah. Gosh, it's tricky. It is. So when you are the more evolved soul who chooses to take the, the knife or the scissors or the blade or the sword or whatever it is that you imagine to cut the cord, which I'll show you in a minute or tell you in a minute yeah um whatever you take you know this is basically saying that i no longer want to receive or send energy to this person or from this person so now it's just me myself and i and i'm going to be responsible for me myself and i without having an unexpected sort of um burst of energy come through the hotline to yeah, yeah yeah a surge yeah uh so we're unplugging from the source yeah, so the healing begins after that, but okay. it's it's self healing, yeah. not and and it won't be triggered anymore by that other person. Yeah. Uh, so the way to do it is to go into a meditation. There are literally like a, an abundance oh. of cord cutting meditations that you could find on YouTube. So yeah, if you can't no if you can't figure out what to say, just follow someone's on there. Yeah. Um, and they're quite quick too. Uh, it's really a, a, there is a huge visual component to it as well. So if you're someone who can't visualize in your mind, uh, then there is an alternative, which I'll talk about in a second. Just remind me, make sure I don't forget. Yes. Um, um, so in this meditation, what that, what you usually will be guided or instructed to do would be to visualize the other person or thing or situation or whatever it is in front of you. And then you'll start to be asked to visualize a cord coming from your solar plexus area, so just where your stomach is, coming out. And usually they'll call, they'll say a color, um, oh, okay. and you know whatever, whatever floats your boat, yeah, whatever. Whatever for me, comes. <laughs> yeah. For me, I always imagine it um, gold, and then when it's cut, it becomes colorless, like it's it's just a colorless clear. So. My cords are almost like straws to think about. So it's like they're only gold because it's gold light flowing from me to you and you to me back. When there's no light flowing from me to you and you to me back, then it's a clear cord. That's how I've just always had it in my mind. Sure. So you imagine a cord coming from your solar plexus to their solar plexus or a cord from your solar plexus to the situation and just um, like wrapping around it. And or going into the core of whatever it is. 
and then uh, you visualize your hand coming up in front of your face and you can you can wait to see what appears in your hand sometimes they take you through that or you can decide what it's going to be. I usually just like to wait to see what's going to appear, but it's usually always the same thing, which oh, is this right. really freaking cool, like small sword looking type Ooh. situation. It's like a, I don't know, well, maybe a dagger. I don't know, but it's like a, it's... I don't know. I'll find a picture and I'll post it to Instagram sure. of what I always see. I'm intrigued. But it's super sharp, like uh-huh. slice, like so sharp. And so you you imagine holding on to, like usually it'll just appear in your open palm okay. and then you need to choose to grasp it and yep. hold on to it tight enough. And then you need to take the, the instrument and you need to cut the cord. It's yep. simple. Um, some people would choose to call them ribbons um, okay. or yep. threads or yep. lines or whatever, but it's the same. It's just just different language, different yep. terminology for the same thing. Principles the same. Yep. yep. Uh, some people say to take a pair of scissors and cut it sure. or a knife or whatever you want. Whatever appears. Yeah. Yep. Um, and once you have done that, you really just, depending on who's taking you through it again, but really it's just as simple as so it is. It's just a, a very simple instruction of intent that that's it. You're and, breaking and, that and it's done. connection um, without the emotions attached to it. Though, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to really be at that point where you're ready to do that honestly. As with all healing, especially yeah. spiritual healing, um, there you can do the cord cutting meditations and just be spiritual bypassing that shit till no tomorrow and just... Yeah. Be another one of those people who just likes to say they do stuff but aren't actually getting the benefits because they're not doing it properly. You've got to own your shit. You do. Yeah. Um, not and... wanting to push them over even just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let them fall on their face in, in front, front of, of everybody. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of that. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Yeah, so that's really it in a nutshell. Um, And then when it comes down to if you don't know the source but you're feeling quite heavy and you know that there could potentially be some energy cords, it's really just sending it out. So you just send your cords out and you just ask, well, for me, I just ask and I trust that the cords are going to go where they need to go to to end it, to to be able to disconnect. Yeah. Usually what I'll do is just associate with my intention the feelings that I choose to be free from or the triggering emotions that I'm not sure where they're coming from. I might not understand them. Um, Or I I usually do it with a ton of gratitude, like a shit ton of gratitude every time. Like when I do a cord cutting, I'm at the point where I'm grateful. So I've already done a lot of the healing before I get to that point. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So cord cutting 101 in a nutshell but it really is as simple as just YouTubing a cord cutting meditation. Have you used Insight Timer before? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's anything on there. There probably would be. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, and if you're not a visual person, yes, uh, it can be really great just to do a little ritual where you get a ribbon, uh, a gold ribbon, which is why I looked down before everyone that's listening. Oh, yeah, you and giggled. yeah, I had a bit yep. of a giggle because um, I looked down and one of my diaries has a gold ribbon sticking out of it. And I was just about to talk about the gold ribbon. Yeah. Uh, so you just take a gold ribbon uh, and you lay it down in front of you and you take a pair of scissors and you cut the scissors, but you just do it with the same ceremony as you would if it was a visual. Yeah. Um, but, you know, do it in a place that 
you know, just isn't, you know, on the bathroom floor or yeah. in the back seat of the car, do it again, honoring it, same yeah. ritual, same ceremony, um, but just do it literally. Yeah. Rather than visually. I have a question. I've heard and seen um, selenite wands and even ones that are shaped like daggers. Yep. So is that for a person to do it themselves or are there sort of energy healers out there that will practice this on other people as part of their... Both. Yeah, okay, right. So So selenite ones can do that. They're harmonisers and they're great for cutting cords. So, yeah, another um, literal... An actual physical tool to Mm -hmm. do it. That you can do if you want to. Wow, okay. Um, So you can do it. You can visualise with your eyes open. Yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Open it's whatever or resonates for for you. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah, exactly. whatever you like to do. If yeah. you like to use those tools, then yeah. use those tools. Mm. I'm a not much of a tool person. Yeah. Um. So everything's mostly in my mind. Sounds like you've got a pretty cool dagger somewhere. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Is it heavy? Is there a weight? To yeah, it? mine feels heavy. Because I picture like a weighty. Yeah, thing. mine feels heavy and it's got a, it's got like a, it's either a ruby or a garnet. Is it bejeweled? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> but it's just a, it's like an oval shape. It's quite big on the, the handle part of it. Yeah. And then it's got on either side, it's got two blue sapphire looking, like dark blue sapphires. But I feel like there's something about it for me that's always felt very royal or um, like it's um, like a... Um, uh, like it's got some kind of significance to it or wow. like I feel like it's something yeah. that's been passed down. Like or, an heirloom kind yeah. of. Or that I've had in another lifetime oh, that wow. just appears. Cool. Mm. The dagger of need. <laughs> <laughs> it has. It appears in other things too, not just in cord cutting though. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, sometimes it'll appear in my dreams. So cool. Mm. Yeah. It's like... Um, what is that cartoon, um, Shira? Yeah. Where like she'll she I am Shira, and then she'll like put a hand out, and she'll just all of a sudden appear with like her shield and her, yeah. her crown, and <laughs> it's just like it's kind of like it just like I put my hand out, and and it just comes to my hand, like yeah. it calls it. Yep. Um, it's like it belongs, but it's heavy, um, but super 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 sharp, yeah. and there's something about it that I know it just slices. Like it's weird. It gets know. the job done. It does. You, you do like an effective tool. So I do much. like an effective tool. And I just like to get shit done. This is like do. this is the decision, solution, done. Let's done. do it. Let's not fuck around. Yeah. It's it. very um what's the word? When something is very efficient. Efficient. Very efficient. Yes. Yeah. So that's cord cutting. Thank you. You're welcome. If anyone has questions, don't hesitate to ask. I'm glad I remembered the selenite one because I have seen those around. So, yeah, practitioners can definitely do it for you, but you can do it yourself just as easy like you said. Yeah, Reiki practitioners will sometimes do cord cutting. Um, I've done some cord cutting years ago. I don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't like doing energy healing. It's not your thing. No. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it just shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a. Um, it shouldn't be a. Um, a externally sourced. Yep. Position. Not when you can learn so much yourself. Yeah. 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 Fair. Each like, to their own. It just shouldn't be outsourced. Those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're supposed to have everything that we need inside of us. We are supposed to. It doesn't feel like that all the time. No, though, does it doesn't. It? Yeah. That's where faith comes in, right? Yeah. 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 And I suppose getting someone else to do it is better than not. 
And maybe then they can teach you more. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that exposure that you need. Yeah, maybe it's just taking the edge off. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know how you were talking about a dream just now? Mm-hmm. We had a listener write in about a very cool dream. Tell me about See it. See how I made that segue? <laughs> so, you're getting so good. <laughs> so seamless. You're getting so good. Podcast uh, Awards, here we come. I know, right? Best segue. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I've never. Um, but our beautiful listener called Jessie, actually she wrote in twice, so big shout out. I'm going to get to her dream in a second, but the first um, email she um, wrote in, I'm just going to read it full. Just okay? read it. In full. full. Here we go. Just read it. Jessie Overload, here we go. <laughs> Dear Laura and Tracy, my name is Jessie and I just finished listening to Chakra to Me, dated March 23. <laughs> I do. I, we all giggle when we read that one. I giggled when I read it. Anyway, and just had to research the Canadian man that Tracy identified. You may have already found him, but I'm super curious. Love being a detective and I don't like skipping episodes. I'm the chrono- chronological category. So I just started digging on my own. I spelled you and differently. E-W-E-N, and found the info in the links below. She sent us two links. This young man, Ewan Cameron McPhee, has a brother that was killed in war just one month after Ewan was killed. Appears to be two separate wars. The brother shares the same first name as their father. Not all details are spot on from the details given. However, there are quite a few things that are pretty coincidental. Wow. Do you reckon other people do that? I hope so. That's cool. cool. It's so cool. If you do, let us know. If you've ever, like, taken something that we've done and researched it and found out anything and not told us, then why not? Like, I want to hear it. Come on. Thanks for humouring me and thank you for creating such a wonderful podcast. I'm sharing with everyone, even my husband. Lol. So far, everyone loves you as much as I do. All my best, Jessie. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Thanks, Jessie. She's from Montana as well. Uh, Yes. Like over in the States. Yeah, which is how the next email starts. Um, Jessie here from Montana, US. Before I dive in with my story query, I just want to say how grateful I am that you lovelies exist, started an amazing podcast and in turn have allowed my ear holes (laughs) to soak up all the knowledge, laughter and love that you have to share. Aw, thanks, Jessie. Yeah, from our ear holes to yours. (laughs) From our mouth holes. From our, it's even worse. Oh, I'm just going to go on. I've got no words. On oh, December 16, 2020, oh I had the most amazing dream and wanted to share. In my dream, I was around a fire with friends. I don't know who they were. And we were somewhere in the woods, mountains. Oh, yeah, woods or mountains near a river. There was a full moon and the sky was super clear. All of a sudden, a huge wind started to pick up and thick clouds rolled in out of nowhere. The wind seemed almost like a hurricane. Everyone started to panic and ran towards the mountainside. I chased after them, telling them not to be afraid, even though I had no idea what was going on either. At that moment, the wind stopped and a hole opened in the clouds. In the hole was a mirror image of what looked to me like a statue of the Celtic moon goddess or Mother Earth. Very simple form, but one was upside down directly on top of the other. It was white like clouds and the moon was lighting it. All of a sudden it became one upright image and started towards me. I was startled but not afraid and before I knew it, this apparition came down over me and put my face inside of her chest where her heart would be. Ew. I I feel like it would have been beautiful but I'm mm. like... 
head inside of her chest where her heart would be. I just imagined like my head going into someone's chest. Yeah. <laughs> having a peer. You're going, ooh, I'm like, that's so cool. <laughs> that's why I'm a theater nurse. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 I was startled but not afraid and before I knew it, this apparition came down over me and put my face inside of her chest where her heart would be. Okay. I say her now because it was at that moment that I felt more motherly love than I had ever known to be possible. She wanted me to see what was in her heart. Instead of looking at blood or veins, I was seeing the entire universe. It was this beautiful red, purple, pink, blue swirl, slightly shaped like a human heart. It was stars, planets, moons, everything, all of the places we dream that are out there past our galaxy but have never seen. I felt like she wanted me to see or to know this amazing part of us, of her. The love that I felt is completely immeasurable. I do not know of a word to describe it, but it was so much greater than love. I felt so full of peace and joy that I didn't want her to go. I didn't hear her speak, but it was like I felt her words. She let me know that she has always been with me since before, before. When she left... I felt as though I had always known her and that she was the deepest part of me. When I woke up, I was so happy and curious as to who she was and immediately started searching the interwebs for every goddess I could think of. And then I came upon Danu. I had never heard of her before, but in an instant, I knew that it was Danu that came to me in my dream. My ego wants to say that I'm unsure if it was really her or not, but my heart knows that it was. Thank you for reading and allowing me to share. I would love to hear your thoughts on Danu. If you have any, as there isn't much written about her that I can find. Keep up the awesome work. Love and light, Jessie. Ah. Wow. Wow. What a dream. It sounds like she saw herself. Like, all in that, all I could get really was just like you were just seeing that you are one wow like this is the oneness you have the universe you are of the universe and the universe in the universe you know all of it all of it and the love yeah it's just um like a oneness especially with mother earth yeah um there isn't much about danu no um, if anything it seems that she see she appears to be a uh an irish um, mythological sort of um, blend of a few different goddesses what? that they've seen over time um, and almost one that was created off the back of maybe a couple of others. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's nothing really out there that, that you know, gives me more information and I feel that, you know, you can never take away one's experience and no I'm not way. going to take away Jessie's, but it's I really amazing. feel that that was just an experience, not just an experience, but an amazing experience of being able to recognise her oneness with yep. with the oneness. Yeah. Um, and it's beautiful and I can see why it was that love and um, why she didn't want it to end. No. What a dream. It would be beautiful. Good share and I thank want you. dreams like that. Yeah. Thank you so much for your detective work as well. That's amazing. Yes. Hey, I've been Googling and oh. I found some swords Good slash daggers. So I would definitely be posting oh. some that look a little bit like the one that I've imagined or the one that I see in my vision. Yeah. Um, it might be an 
a lapel pin that I'm looking at, but it looks like the dagger that I hold in my hand. Wow. Yeah. Is that what you've been doing there? <laughs> yeah, I've been listening. Yeah, I know. But I've also just been looking at pictures. Yeah, because you've been trying to give me a visual. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, I, and I like to be able to take what's happening in my mind to out of my mind so people know what's going on in there. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I just wish people could see what I see. Yeah. It's like the bane of my existence. Well, you do pretty well at trying to communicate that across, I must say. Thanks. Well, thank you so much for getting in touch, Jessie. That was awesome. And um, that share was fantastic. Jessie and her husband are joining us for the next round of the Raise Your Vibe Boot Camp, which was on sale today. It's open. Registrations are open 26th and the 27th of June. Yep. I also found out that it is Jessie's husband's birthday on the 26th of June. What a birthday present. (laughs) <laughs> listening to me talk for eight hours <laughs> in your in your eye holes and in ear your holes. eye holes in your ear holes wow what a lucky guy <laughs> speaking of birthdays happy yeah. birthday to you thanks it's a big one it is it's a good one 21 any reflections um that you'd feel like sharing to oh our gosh put me on the listeners? spot absolutely i did reflections Life reflections, like very, like... Well, I know every year when it's your birthday, mm-hmm. and you encourage others to do it on their birthdays yep. about, you know, insights. So I was just wondering if there's anything that you want to share. I know this is a public audience and you hold a lot sacred and close to you. Yep. So I'm not asking, I'm not prying, <laughs> but I'm semi-priming. <laughs> well, what I do is I reassess my values. Yep. Uh, and... sort of not against, but I I put my values up against my belief systems. Um, And I just also just reassess the boundaries around each of those beliefs and values that I want to uphold and honour, ones that I'm going to bring closer to the forefront um, and ones that are maybe coming full circle and it's time to let them go. Um, Ones that, you know, I said to you the other day that it's time for me to bring some new vortexes into into um, the light and that's, that's now's the best time to do that. Um, Longer-term vortexes, uh, ones that I haven't really been... I've, I've been putting a lot more short-term vortexes at the forefront of my mind. Um, and for those who don't know what I'm talking about, vortexes, <laughs> I'm talking about manifesting. Um, and it's time to sort of, you know, I'm at that age now where I'm thinking about... Um, longevity and I'm thinking about life when the next stage of life comes in which is when the kids are sort of doing their own thing and Matt and I have got more time to ourselves and I've got more time to myself and actually the other day I had this funny conversation with Matt because I said to him that I think I want to start studying and I've been toying with the idea of doing some study for a while but I think I've finally figured out what it is that I'm going to do and then he turns around and he goes yeah as a hobby and I went oh no (laughs) no no, why are you calling it a hobby? And so we had this big discussion about it being a hobby or whether it would be something that I do as a consultant. And I'm like, no, I would definitely be doing it as a consultant. Yeah, right. And he's just like, so it's a hobby. I'm like, it's not a hobby. So then we were like Googling the definition of hobby. And I'm just like, I'm one of those people that just, I don't see having a job that's nine to five, that's just this is your paycheck and this is your hours and this is who you are and what you are, I I just don't 
roll like that. Yeah. There's so many different parts to this Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't see why I can't fulfill all of them. Yep. So um, I'm definitely going to be looking into into seeing where to start with that, but I know it's going to be a lot of study. Like it'll be probably a 10-year passion wow. project that yeah. maybe when I'm too old to podcast anymore, no, <laughs> too old to sit and and support people in their own psychic development and journey yeah. um, and spiritual life, that it'll be the, the next thing that I do that... Yeah, um, the evolution of yeah, you. Yeah, the evolution of me. Yeah. Because... That's cool. I want to do this forever, but yeah. I also know that I get bored. Yeah. Yeah. And so having that there should subside and should keep at bay any boredom. It'll keep you busy. It will. <laughs> it will. But yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. And um, I want to give a shout out to Emma V from The Wayward Co. Okay. Uh, the Wayward Co. is basically kind of like an online magazine for people like us. So it's a spiritual, astrological, self-help, self-development, um, inspirational, motivational uh, site. Cool. And Emma is their resident astrologer, um, astrologist. And next week I'm having the amazing fortune of having my year in astrology done wow. based off my natal chart, my birth chart, and awesome. I am so excited. So I said to her the other day, or I messaged her the other day, and I was like, I've decided I'm going to add this into my yearly ritual. Yep. Assess my boundaries, my belief systems, my my values, all of that, um, create new vortexes and get my year in, year in focus sort yep. of forecast wow yeah love that so excited yeah. so i can't wait we'll probably do an episode on that yeah oh yeah <laughs> sign me up <laughs> yeah so go and go and have a go and check her out there's okay. two there's at the wayward co and at emma v v okay um check her out but i'll tag her yeah in some socials i think do it yay all right catches on the flip side bye bye if you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at tospsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at turnsout underscore she's psychic and over on Facebook at tospodcast.